That's your question. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I wanted to uh, thank everybody who was able to participate this week in, in Common Spark, Common and Bleamy. Um, we're so excited, yes. And we're so excited to share the simchot with everybody else. So may we share many more simchot. Amen! Amen! This week, we read Parshas Tetzaveh. And today is Purim Katan. That means it's a, it's a leap year in the, on the lunar Jewish calendar. Whereas we have, so whereas in a regular year, this would be, would be the day on the calendar that's actual Purim. But this year is the leap month. Even though next month is technically the leap month, and this is the real month, but either way, the, and this month, is, it's the day of Purim, but it's not actually Purim. But it's called Purim Katan, a small Purim. Let's see if we can connect Parshas Tetzaveh to Purim Katan. At the end of Parshas Tetzaveh, the Torah tells us that we should make something called the Mizbech Miktar Ketiris. The Mizbech, it's the golden, small golden Mizbech, golden altar, upon which the Ketiris is brought. So it's called the Mizbech Ketiris. The question is, firstly, all the rest of the vessels, the Kalim of the Mikdash, were discussed last week in Pashas Truma. This week we primarily discussed the clothing that the Kahanim wear. So why is it that this last Mizbech is not, not mentioned until now, until after till after the end of Parashas Tetzavah. That's question one. And question two is, is an interesting Pasuk. The Pasuk says, the very last Pasuk in the Parashas says, that normally the Mizbech HaKetaris is just for Kitaris. The incense is brought on the Mizbech. But uh, once a year, we also actually apply blood to the Mizbech on Yom Kippur. It's Achas Bashana once a year. There are other things which are also done once a year. The, the blood is spritzed on the Parachas. We don't refer to it as once a year. Even though Yom Kippur itself in Parashat Achim by Satera refers to it as Achas Bashana. So why is it stressed over here by the Mizbech? There's Achas Bashana, the Kapara on the Mizbech. Okay, so first of all, there's a very fundamental point that the Rambam discusses in Chuvah, whereas we know there's two truths in this world. There's a truth that every person makes his own decisions and every person is responsible for their own behavior. That's truth one. Truth two is, though, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu Hashem is in charge of everything that happens and He knows everything that's going to happen. So the Rambam says that poses a quandary, right? Because it would seem to be a contradiction. How could you say that it's up to you what you can do if Hashem knows everything that's going on, everything that's going to happen, that would seem to be a contradiction. That's the contradiction of Yediyah, knowledge, and Bechira, and choice. So the Rambam says, that it's only, and he answers, it's only a contradiction in our human understanding. But when it comes to Hashem, Hashem lives, Hashem doesn't live. Hashem exists. Even the word existence in Hashem is, is, is misapplied. But it's on a different plane. Hashem's existence is different than our existence, and the existence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it is not a contradiction. And that's not something I can express to you. I don't know what that means. So that's what the Ramam says. So it's not a contradiction. So that means we live in this world, we live in a world, in our world, there are two running themes which con- conflict with each other. There's the fact that you're responsible for what you do, and then there's the fact that Hashem is running the world. Those are two things. That's, just, I wanna, that's an important thing for everyone to be aware of. Okay? Now, so... The Me'ashulach, the Ishpitzah, wants to answer the question. The first question we asked is, why is it that the Mizbeach, a Kavkteris, is only mentioned at the end of Parashat Tetzaveh? He says, because it says in the Zayar that the Kteris, the word Kteris, if you take that word, that's a uh, word of, in Lush and Kodesh in Hebrew, but if you, in Aramaic, it means Kteris, means Ketira, means a, a knot. He says, Kteris, the Zayar says, it's Kitira Dechala. It's the knot which brings everything together. 
And the Mishpitzah explains that the Ktaris, without getting into how it, it expresses that point, expresses that everything in this world is connected to Hashem. It means everything in this world happens what Hashem wants. Maybe it's because the smoke goes straight up, whatever it is, but everything is connected to HaKadosh Baruch directly. So now, the Mishpitzah says that if a person would realize that Hashem is controlling everything, and if a person lacks a certain amount of fear of, of heaven, and is not, is not interested in doing what he's, what he's supposed to do, he'll say, oh, everything's up to Hashem. Nothing's up to me. So therefore, and that's a very, very dangerous concept. We know there's, there's truth to both things. That it's up to you, and everything's up to Hashem. But if you choose to side with everything up to Hashem, you'll, you'll just say for yourself, you're not, you'll take away your personal responsibility. So therefore, he says it had to be, the Mizbech could only be mentioned after the end of Parashat Tzitzavah, where there's a discussion of all the clothing that the Kahanim wear, and he references the Gemara and Erechen. The Gemara says, and Erechen explains all the different begadim, each article of clothing the Kahanim wear, the Kahanim wore, wore was, a, was a forgiveness, a kapara, for various, for a specific avera. Which means, so as the Kahanim wore the clothing of the, of the, of the, of that special clothing which he wore, he, he infused, imbibed into Klai Yisrael, a kapara for the averas, that specific averas, but also he brought them here as Shemayim, certain fear of heaven, into them. And once they had that fear of heaven, then they weren't going to do the averas, then they could become aware about the Mizbech HaKtairas, and Hashem is running everything. Because then there's no longer a fear, just because you know Hashem is running everything, that you're also not going to take responsibility for yourself. So he answers, that's why we had to wait for the Mizbech HaKtairas to be after the Big Day Kuna and not in Parshas Truma. So therefore, I want to use what the Mishpitz is saying to answer also the other question. Why we specifically, by the Mizbech HaKtaris, we mentioned Yom Kippur, Achas Pashana, why it was important to point it out, that's once a year, is because Yom Kippur, Hashem forgives us for our Averis. And a person could think, why is Hashem forgiving us for our Averis? must be because it's His fault. It's His responsibility. What does that have to do with us? The answer is no. Don't think just because you're getting Kapara and Hashem is forgiving you for our Averis, it's because... It's not up to you. But rather, no, it really is up to you. Everything, just like the Mizbech HaKtaris, can only be stated at the end, after you know you're, after you're, you're fit and are holy enough to recognize your personal responsibility, so too in Yom Kippur, even though you're going to have forgiveness for your Averis and your sins, realize that you have personal responsibility and there's a special reason why Hashem is forgiving you. That, that, that perhaps, is, is the answer to those first two questions. Now, what does that have to do with Purim Katan? What is So... Purim, interestingly, uh, there's a different mashlach, a different ishpitam we've spoken about where he says, Purim, um, Amalek, who is the descendant of Esau, is a basic fight between Esau and Yaakov, right? The two brothers of Yitzchak. And Yaakov was, Yaakov is us, was Kal Yisrael, and we recognize that we have personal responsibility, and we recognize that everything is up to us. Even though Hashem runs the world, we still have choices to do what's right and wrong. Esav's approach is just the opposite. Everything's up to Hashem. You have no personal responsibility. Do whatever you want, because whatever you want to do is what God is letting to happen, so it makes no difference. That's what Amalek said. And therefore we find by Amalek at the end of Parashat Peshach that Moshe Rabbeinu had to raise his hands, because that's to show that it's up to us. It's up to what we do. That's how we will defeat Amalek. That's the way we will defeat Esav. So Purim is a celebration over this, uh, this fallacy. It's a celebration over the fallacy of, of people of someone saying that everything is it's all up to Hashem has nothing to do with you. That's what that's what so that's Purim in general. That's what Purim is. And so it's, we're connecting already Purim to this idea that even though there's a contradiction of between what's up to you and what's up to Hashem, Purim is a celebration of your role, what you can do. Now, 
generally we find the, the way the calendar works there's a solar there's a solar calendar which is 365 solar year 365 days that's the natural year that we experience with the seasons and and the jewish calendar is the lunar calendar which is by the months and the way it works is that it's up to the the best the the um, the you know the court to to establish when rishchidish is and it happens to be that that establishment of rishchidish we learn even if they made a mistake even if they did it for whatever reason intentionally, that still makes it Rosh Chedesh. So the soul, lunar calendar is just the opposite. It's not the natural world, everything up to Hashem. It's, everything is up to us. That's what the lunar calendar is. In fact, but what is a leap year? A leap year, the most basic reason for making a leap year and adding a month is because Pesach has to fall out in the spring. The Torah says it has to be in the Chedesh Avah, in the springtime. If, we, if a lunar year is shorter than a solar year, so if you're not going to add a month, then eventually... Uh, you you end up you can end up with spring being in not you can end up with Pesach being in the winter a different a different season when it's supposed to be, so therefore we have to add leap months we have to add a month every so often, so so a, a leap year is a, is um is a manifestation let's recognize if we understand that the lunar year is what's up to us, and the solar year is everything that's up to Hashem, right solar year is the regular natural world. Everything up to Hashem. And the lunar year is what's up to us. We create the lunar year. We create the calendar. That, that's what the lunar year is. So when we add a month, we're doing something which is reconciling the lunar year and the solar year. So we just said that the Mizbeach Akhtaris, we couldn't say it till the end of the parasha, right? Because there was this contradiction between what Hashem wants and what we want. We have to make sure we understand that things are up to us. So a lunar year is showing us that we're reconciling between what's up to us and what Hashem controls. That's what it is. So Purim Katan, which is the Purim, which falls on only, only in a, a leap year. We said Purim itself is a day which celebrates what we can do, what we can accomplish, even though Hashem is in charge. And a lunar year is a representation of us, of that, that very same idea of connecting Hashem's control with us together, showing that it's up to us. Therefore, we can understand why today, today on Purim, today's Purim Katan, how appropriate it is to have a conversation about our, 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 what we do, even though Hashem is in charge. And you, I, would, I, I would say that Purim Katan, we could call it the celebration, a day of celebration of personal responsibility. That's what it is, as opposed to saying, not up to you, rather, no, it's totally up to you. Everything is up to you. Every person can control their own destiny. Every person can make the best of their own life. And, and, and just finish off with what it says in the end of Shukhanarach about today. It says, this is a conversation, we're showing them, should you have a special meal on Purim Katan? Should you not have a special meal? The Ramah says, Toiv Lev Mishta Tamez. A person of good heart celebrates always. So we should, Purim Katan is the day we're celebrating. We should celebrate always. Yes, of course, because there's no greater celebration than a person realizing that they're in charge of their own destiny. There's no greater celebration than a person has personal responsibility, that their accomplishments are theirs, and the great things that they can do. So we should have a, a wonderful Purim Katan and a wonderful Shabbos, and we will.